You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. Okay, welcome back to The World According to George. I'm your host, George Thomas, and my uh, continued guest host is Casey Doherty. Hello. And we're coming at you again from downtown Chicago, and this is episode two of WAG. That is the official title that we're going with, and uh, hopefully it generates views many years from now. Okay, first topic, uh, the weather. I am very weather-dependent. My mood, personality, I feel like depends on weather. And I hate cold weather. And it is definitely socked in here finally in Chicago. We live on the 45th floor and it is very dark by 2 p.m. Uh, every day. So I wanted to ask Case, what are your thoughts of the weather? Does the weather affect you the way it affects me? How does the weather affect me, etc.? It doesn't affect me in the same way. I feel like the dark is what really bothers me. I get like, it's really depressing to like work and then look out the window like 4.45, five o'clock when you're about to get off work and just see that it's pitch black and like you can't go for a walk outside. It's chilly. I don't know, but I feel like other parts of fall are fun. I feel like it was our first really cold winter week, which was a little exciting. Like, I don't know. I like the change of the seasons and... It was the first week that I thought felt really festive and holiday-like. I feel like, I don't know, people get really into Christmas, I think, too early. And I feel like this is finally, you know, it's we're coming up on Thanksgiving. It's not too, too early. It's not right after Halloween. So it's kind of good to get into that holiday mode. Yeah, and Chicago does, probably like many cities in the U.S., Chicago does a great job decorating for the holidays, especially for Christmas. I mean, there's in the city, we live in Streeterville and uh, like every tree is decorated Mm -hmm. depending on whether either the city's doing it or I think a lot of it is the buildings themselves do it. And so it does make, it does make a difference. They do a great job. The city of Chicago is really a nice city and it's vibrant, you know, here. And it is nice they do that. And I, as a child, I always loved Christmas decorations. I put them up. I was obsessed with lights. So it, it is nice to have that. Although our apartment is very bare. We don't have anything here. You know, we're in very into the minimalistic look, I guess. You can get a small tree. I can. That oh, would thank make you. you happy. You're giving me permission for that. Thanks. Find a spot for it. Yeah. A small tree. Well, then we got to store it. But yeah, if I was really feeling good about what's going on in my life, I, it would be like Christmas threw up in here or something. You know, so that I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, well, that might happen down the road. I mean, you don't understand the anytime my parents' house, then my parents got divorced, my mom's homes, I mean, we were we were on top of that. I had to get my parents were nice enough, but we put a separate box in just for the lights because I was blowing the breaker. <laughs> we started doing the roof lines. I tried to do some of the roof lines the first year on our garage and I fell. And then they said, okay, we got to have someone do the roof lines, but you can do everything else. I was out there right up until Christmas Eve doing it. Just adding more each time? Yeah. Or fixing, you know, things blow. Fixing, I had a little Kubota. I loved it. I had a snowsuit on. I was doing that into high school. So if Abby's listening, my mother, she's probably smiling right now because she always talked about that. Yeah. So anyway... The weather's changed. I feel cooped up as I have the last couple of years. I probably have that seasonal affective disorder like everybody else. You know, I feel like I get depressed with the cold and the dark, and that's just who I am. I might have to take a page out of my Uncle Lee's book and eventually move to Florida. 
That's why he did. No one lives there in my family, only him, but he just couldn't take the cold. So it's tough for me, but uh, I just need to get out and get more plans going and uh, travel. I do have some travel coming up, luckily, so that'll help me. Yeah, I feel like that's the only way to get through tough winters, like in Chicago or another cold city. You just have to break it up with travel. Right. Yeah. If you can. Sometimes you can't with work or travel. Weekends. can get pretty expensive. Short trips. Yeah. Anyway, Thanksgiving is coming up next week, which is good because that will create content for the show (laughs) because I'm going to see all my family, those crazy fuckers, and uh, we're all going to meet up in Florida, which is normal. It's what we do typically every year because people are in different places. So I will first ask, Casey, what are your plans? Because we were not spending Thanksgiving together this year. We did last year, but this year we are not. And uh, what are your plans for the audience? I'm also seeing family. My sister moved to LA in January, so I'm going out there to visit with my parents and yeah, pretty low key. I think we're going out for Thanksgiving dinner, but nothing else major. Well, you're, you said you're going to going to Los Angeles. Oh, okay, to Burbank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell them where you're starting. Oh, well, you don't want to say the address. That's okay. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No one's going to follow you. Don't worry. We typically go to Naples every year, but because of Hurricane Ian, it's not the same yet. So we are going to Miami Beach. I've never been to Miami Beach. I've been to Miami, the city, I literally think one time for one night. So I really have not spent any time over there at all. I've been to Fort Lauderdale a bunch. So I'm looking forward to it. It seems I love infrastructure and it seems really built up. So I'm excited about that. And I'm just excited to go to, the, to, go to a warm spot. Let's see, what else do we have here? Yeah, couples, I used to be just on couples doing Thanksgiving together. I used to be really hell-bent on trying to be together for different holidays. But as I've gotten older, unless you're engaged and even more so married, I think it's okay. Especially in this case where Casey and I live together, it doesn't need to be dramatic. I used to, not that long ago, would be like, like, you know, we should be spending these holidays together, at least breaking them up. And there's really no obligation when you're not a married couple. I've softened on that incredibly. I used to feel that way, but actually I, I don't think it's... And we, you and I travel typically always together anyway. Mm-hmm. No, that's my position on it. I feel like you've come to adopt that over time as well. Yeah, you uh, manipulated me. <laughs> okay, next is what are we watching? I, of course, don't watch a lot of new TV very often. I watch things like MASH, Seinfeld... The Sopranos, The Office, just the golden era of television. But we are watching season two, since I watched season one, of The White Lotus. We're that cool, and I think everyone's watching it. We've watched the first three episodes. We're caught up. What do we think? What are your initial thoughts on it? So far, I don't think I like it as much as the first season. But I think that the first season, as I was watching it, grew on me over time. I feel like I was a little bit confused in the beginning. And then as all the characters continued to overlap as it progressed, I think it got more interesting. So maybe we're just too early. Yeah. But I like the individual characters. No, but there's only six episodes. Yeah. Maybe we're just waiting for that cohesion in the end, like that like Uh. climactic moment. Yeah. And then we'll look back on the whole season and see think that was good. So... It's definitely not a show you'd watch again. Like, after you watch... No. Like, I would watch the first season again. I don't I, even know I, if I'd I watch the first one again. I loved it, but I don't think I would watch it again. Yeah. I rewatch things... Yeah, I don't get that. ...quite a bit. That's probably a sign of low intelligence. But uh, I, I always do that, and so that I don't... I don't know. I'm I thinking that's... Done. Yeah. 
Unless it's like been a few years and it's like a really good drama. Like I want to rewatch Mad Men because I actually never finished it. I got to like the very final season, like didn't finish it for some reason. So now I want to rewatch all of it. But I don't know. Desperate Housewives is good to rewatch. But oh, yeah, that as was... there has to, a few years have to pass. It can't just be right away. Yeah. White Lotus is too soon. See, I could watch something like in uh, 10 months. Again. See, that's weird. Yeah. But I was drawn, I forgot to say this, about White Lotus, Christopher. I don't know his, I can't think of his real name, but from The Sopranos is in it, so I have to watch it because I <laughs> Sopranos is the best TV show of all time. And I love that guy. And really, he's playing a character, I don't want to spoil it for him, but they, you know, he's got hookers and I think there were drugs and they're in the hot tub and it was very Christopher-esque from the Soprano years. Something else I wanted to comment on, television, they're always going to Harvard or Stanford. Now, I didn't go to Ivy League school, so when I said this to Casey, who may or may not have gone to Northwestern, she was like, what are you talking about? Everyone, I know all these people that went on to do this and this, and that's just uh, out of my group. I, I don't have, apart from my one really smart friend that went to use Chicago, you know, I don't know people, but Hollywood likes to play up the very best. I feel like Northwestern slips into a lot of shows too because there's like a heavy radio, television, no, film presence a there. Bunch of bullshit. So that kid in there goes to Stanford. He's similar to me in some ways, just too nice a guy. Nice guys finish last and that's exactly what's happening and what they're setting up, in my opinion. And then of course the two fucking dudes in there are ripped out of their minds. They must have did, you know, done... Oh, those two guys? A hundred yeah. burpees before every scene. There's veins coming out of everywhere. Yeah. That's not how the average man looks. Look at me. Theo James and the... I don't know the other guy. I don't, guy. Know, I don't know if he's been in anything they else, are, the other guy. Well, it's... He's very ripped, too. Hypersexual, and you should stop watching it. Well, again, the show might be a little more profane than the first one. So I'm going to pause it. Any family members listening to this, you can turn off right now. The one guy's penis is a horse penis it is so unbelievable looking. and not real and they're <laughs> just pushing a narrative that's not you know realistic that doesn't you would never see anything that far that away that was funny that's as big as his leg no <sighs> that was a funny scene penises are five inches or four or five and a half that's it love is blind that was on in the background i don't want to commit that i was watching it but what a weird show America, I don't know, we must be going down because people are obsessed with that show. That show was bizarre. And it, it, I tuned in when Casey was watching it. And it's basically like, you know, heads up. I'm talking to someone I've ever seen before. And just so you know, my background, my family, three of them were serial killers. Two of them were polygamists. I've got 10 illegitimate children. It just gave me, was deuce chilly. <laughs> I, I, I don't, it's very odd. Everyone, I hear about it. Everybody's watching it. That's why I wanted to tune in. I feel like multiple people this week asked me if I'm watching it. So I feel like I just wanted to, you know, see what everyone was talking about. And I'm so confused. I feel like we're only a couple of episodes in, but like, oh no, people just got like engaged, like back to back to back to back. And I was like, these people are Engage already all engaged. engaged. Like, what? Will they never see each other? But, I mean, that's the whole premise of the show. Stupid. I would, and I'm shallow. Okay. I look at the exterior like we all do, by the way, I would never... Well, I never get married, probably. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Casey. But, you know, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But I would never try to... I would never marry someone. That's why it's such bullshit bachelor TV. You wouldn't marry someone that you've never seen. Would you? You that's wouldn't. That's the point. That's but the you point wouldn't. of the show. I mean, what other... I feel like they're running out of gimmicks for, for date, dating well, shows. Well, it's a gimmick. That's exactly what it is. 
Damn it, I'm using that pen again. Yeah. America, I don't know. With the culture. Where's that show from? Is it an American show? I think so. I'm curious, actually. Because I feel like a lot of shows are like adaptations from other countries' reality shows. So like yeah. Love Island and stuff like that. But mm, I don't watch I think, that either. I think this might be original. The only new shows I watch right now are White Lotus and Little People Big World. And I've been a fan of Little People Big World for a couple of years. They're running out of storylines on that show. So get it while you can. I think it could be the last season. No. But uh, yeah. I don't want it to end. It's too good. Those two people, if you watch that show, Amy and... Uh, What's the dad's name? Matt. Oh, yeah, duh. Matt. Remind me of my parents in some ways. And they, my parents are divorced. They're not remarried or in relationships, but uh, in other ways, it does remind me. My mom just always being negative about what my dad's up to. And yeah, anyway. Okay, we don't have that much time. We want to make sure we are efficient here. But the next topic is underwear. I bought recently... A lot, by the way, if that's what you're thinking, you're going to listen to the show with culture and big ideas, think again. My underwear from Hugo Boss is already falling apart, and I bought a ton of it about a month and a half ago. If you're a single chick, if you're a girl hitting the town, which you were before we met, Case, what underwear do you look for in a guy? What is a turn off? What is a turn on? Does it matter? What's your take? You're asking me this? Yes, and she was not prompted. This is something I did not tell her I was going to do, which makes the show better. I don't really have a strong take on underwear. That's kind of weird. You don't. I mean... You don't have any take? What if someone had Fruit of the Loom with a hole in it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that might be a problem. I feel like, like anything, it's nice if it's not like a brand that you can buy at like Target or the same place that you buy groceries. Like I feel like, you know, having like Hugo Boss, Calvin Klein, Lululemon a better brand maybe they wouldn't fall apart so quickly lululemon i've heard the lululemon men's underwear is very popular it's like on a lot of holiday gifting guides this year i guess i have one pair of lululemon hugo boss you could just tell that stuff is cheap shit and i buy a lot of hugo boss and it's it's garbage you can tell it's just not a lot of it's not high quality stuff i think their clothes fit me really well but they're i'm not gonna buy their underwear again Mm -hmm. so didn't you have a problem with my underwear Oh, I think that it's weird that you wear like a million different styles of underwear. Different brands. Like if you look in your underwear no, drawer. No, different brands of underwear. That too, but like some of them are longer. Some of they're them are Trump. shorter. Like they're it's all. It's because they're bought at different times of when I'm fatter or skinnier. I don't know. They're I don't all know trunks. if women are they're the bo- same. I wear boxer briefs. I bought six pairs of Calvin Klein today, so hopefully you'll like those better. But what? They're all boxer briefs. <laughs> That's funny. No, I just, uh, they're. But the fucking, stuff, they fit so differently. Sorry, I don't know how I that can be again. comfortable. I don't know if women are different, but I feel I, like most of like my underwear are the same style or the same brand for like consistency. Mine, let me tell you something. 95% of my underwear are the same style. They're just different brands. They're all They're not the same bra- style. They all fit differently. No. Well, they fit differently because they're different brands. See, that's weird. Every single pair. There's like... You need new underwear. You need some new bras. <laughs> Cam, cut this out. No, we're keeping it. But if I have one, like the Hugo Boss stuff, if I have a hole in anything, just like if I have a chip in a plate or any damage, I throw the stuff right away. So it's That's good. It's gone. I don't keep old, disgusting underwear. I know a lot of guys do. A couple more segments here. Where are we eating this week? So, so far this week, I've had Doc B's. I've had Lay Colonial. I've had Billy Goat Tavern. I went to Rosemont with Casey to Bub City, Rosemont. Rosemont, probably the strangest, ugliest city in America <laughs> and completely 
concrete vomit overbuilt disgusting but that was a very busy center and then my waitress got back from her vacation from Mariposa this week Elvira my favorite where'd she go on vacation do you know if she went anywhere I think she went to visit her mother in the Philippines I believe oh and I went to Pier Gourmet and uh, I've gone to Pier Gourmet enough that the host and the waiters and waitresses are starting to use my name, which I I do like that. And uh, I am very friendly in a restaurant. So, you know, it's nice to have that. Uh, But it's probably a sign you go out to eat Mm -hmm. way too much. And as as happened in my, which is, this is not a topic this week. It will be the next time or two times from now. But as my trainer, my new trainer said yesterday, I need to cut back all the times I'm eating out. Like if it's just too much to get hit my goals and to hit really what's, we don't know the goal weight yet, but I probably need to lose 20 pounds at minimum because I am not a healthy man. Lake Colonia was good as always. I don't love family style when you're that expensive. Lake Colonia was good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it is good. I, and I didn't really, and I'm not in the mood to drink. And then... Tonight, right after the show, we're going to Lyra with my old coworkers. Yeah, so I guess Billy Go Tavern, when I get there, I got an omelet there. Yum. At Merchandise Mart, where I got my hair cut. And Doc B's, I need to cut back. That's starting to make me feel like I went to Cheesecake Factory. And that Cheesecake Factory, for me, just like Benihana, makes you feel like you've had a heart attack or you, you ate five sticks of butter. And it's just, that's why you can't lose weight. And you're going to have tits forever if, like me, if you eat out as much as I do. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I'm eating. If you want to send me a restaurant I, I should go to and report back, you can always email me, gpthomasiv at gmail.com. Tell me somewhere to go and I will talk about it on the pod. And finally, I just have what I'm listening to this week. And you can comment on these songs if you want, Case, if you are familiar with what they are. 1035 by Tiesto and Tate McRae. For the Night by Chloe and Lotto. And Closer by the Chainsmokers and Halsey. Are you listening to Closer? I don't know. It came 2017. I know, but it came on and I just really remember that I like that song a lot. It is not a new song. Everyone in America liked that song. Okay. Well, I also like that song. And I listen to Venus exclusively almost on Sirius XM radio. No plug intended. Anyway, I think that is it for my topics this week. It'd also be cool if we had like, we'd have to pre-plan it since this is not a live show, but have like a call-in number and then take someone's call. That's fun. I yeah. Lots of shows do that. That would be really fun. But those are live shows, probably. No. They're not? No. So then how do I tell people when I'm... I'd have to have a set time where I record then, right? Or no. No. They leave messages. Oh, oh, right. And then you just respond. Okay. Well, you know the email now. And then also, people, anyone listening, should subscribe to my Instagram for the show. It's wag underscore fans mm-hmm. at Instagram, right? Wag fans. Yeah, yeah, wag fans, which is the world according to George. Not wives and girlfriends, which I also use frequently in my life. But anyway, I think that is the show. It should be uh, a good one next week since we're going to be recapping Thanksgiving and all our travels. And um, if I don't talk to you, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your families. Be safe. Uh, Otherwise, thanks for listening to WAG and uh, have a great week. See you next time. Bye for now. Subscribe to WAG now and find out what George will sound off about next. 
New episodes drop every other Thursday anywhere podcasts are available.